Sports Radio. I cannot believe it. The last hour of the year. Hour number three of the year in review. Welcome back, clones. Nice to have you here. Having an absolute blast, and this show is flying by. I'm not going to waste time at the top of hour number three, or we're not going to get to the end of the year, so let's get at it. Moving into the summer. Hey, listen, we know that I spend a lot of time in the basement during the summer, and the reason for that, I get a lot of time in the basement during the summer. However, while I was around, an American won the Open Championship, and the Brits did not exactly take too kindly to Brian Harmon's big win. I did. Uh, I had a nice week a couple of weeks ago, and I bought a new tractor for my hunting place. So I'll get home, and I'll be on the tractor uh, mowing grass uh, in the next week. I'll be very excited about that. So that's going to be your reward. You're going to ride your tractor. Yeah, I might take a whole day and just, just put my phone away and go get on the tractor. I'm a little bit lost because I've never known an open champion celebrate by mowing grass on a tractor. I got a lot of layers, man. I'm like an onion. (laughs) Damn. Smug much golf journo snob. Hey, don't worry about what Americans do to celebrate winning your little tournament. That's going to be your reward. You're going to ride your tractor. Just be happy his dream wasn't to buy a steamroller and drive it all over your precious links. Never known an open champion. September brought one of my favorite jungle moments ever. The best cameo ever. The time that I was talking to Randy Moss. And Calvin Johnson just happened by and decided to bomb in and say what's up. No big thing at all. What was the production of that commercial like? Hey, Jim Rome, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I got one of the NFL's all-time greats over my left shirt. You see who this man is? Dude, is that Megatron? <laughs> yeah, we just here. Megatron, Megatron and Randy right Moss. Me, he just had to come and show you some love, Jim. That's oh, all it was, man. Dude, you think I was very hyped on that. One, Randy Moss is on the show. That's a huge thing. Two, Megatron comes by and says, I just wanted to show you some love, Jim. I mean, damn. That was incredible. What, you fellas couldn't find Larry Fitz? Maybe get Jerry Rice and some of his foot lotion to make it a foursome. Let me just stop right there. That's not some crackback. When I hosted Jim Roman's Burning, Jerry came on the set, and before we did the interview, he moisturized his feet. Fact. Listen. What's wrong with that? He was only the greatest receiver ever, arguably. Some would argue Jerry Rice was the best football player ever. Hell, I should be lotioning up before doing this show. Anyway, that moment. Randy Moss coming on in and of itself was legendary. Megatron bombing by even more legendary because the two of them were together. Great moment. Now, I know jungle rules can be strict. But rules are rules. The standard is the standard. And if you're flaming out on the phones, we have to run you. Even if your heart stops in the middle of a call, a rule is a rule. Good to have you, Bob. What's up? Hey, Jim. I don't know if you heard about it, but Lincoln Riley had a press conference the other day. He announced that he was suspending a beat writer by the name of Luca. Uh, I don't know what Lincoln Riley thinks. I just hope that this guy, Luca, goes to the first open court available and sue their ass, and therefore giving him another red stain on that nice, 
very pretty USC. Uh, excuse me, Jim. <laughs> Don't get anywhere near Alvin because that dude is heartless. Alvin. So I <laughs> see Alvin. Alvin just hit him with a time to die when I thought that he may have died. I was genuinely worried about the dude for about four minutes. Alvin was genuinely worried about the dude for about none, no seconds. Thankfully, Bob is fine, but it was touch and go. We had not heard from him for a few days. The unfortunate part is he's fine. (laughs) That means he's still a regular caller to the show. A more controversial jungle rule, or really a rule that Alvy has and enforces brutally, is that you never, ever correct the host. No exceptions. Even if the host or the phone slaps, get your name wrong. It doesn't matter to Alvy. Especially if I or the phone slaps, get your name wrong. As Jesse in Florida found out the hard way. Florida, Justin. Hello? You're on the air. Go ahead. Jesse. Listen, it's not a good rule. It's not a rule that I'm proud of. That that cracks me up every single time. But try to tell that to Alvy. And he'll bring the hammer right down on you. You, me, or anybody else. It's not a good rule. It's just not. I'm not proud of it. But rules are rules. And they're not made to be broken. And apparently they're not made to be changed. Ask Deloro. Here's an example of a better rule. Don't reintroduce yourself. If I go to you and I call you by name and I call out your city, the audience does not need to hear that again. It's redundant. It's a waste of time. They don't need it. They don't need to hear that. And they really don't need to hear it like nine more times. Rochester, James in Rochester. James, what's going on? Hey, James. Jay, I'm James from uh, Crapchester. I'm a Bills fan. Oh, man, you are so run. That, that could not have started any worse. I know who you are, dude. You're not only run, you are so run. And that could not have started any worse. There are no rules against debate in the jungle. And generally, no bad or wrong opinions. However, there are exceptions. For example, claiming that Javier's does not live up to the hype. Chuck in Phoenix. What's going on, Chuck? Good morning. I went to Javier's two weeks ago, and I got to say, man, it was not impressive. Um, We had the uh, seafood enchiladas, and you know the thing when your food comes out and you can tell it's been sitting on the, you know, serving dish for, like, way too long? It was good. It was tasty, but it could have used some more time in 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 the microwave or some such. So I hate to break the streak. The biggest test of any restaurant is would you go back? I would not go back. Which one, Chuck? Javier's in Las Vegas. I'm not send it back, guy, because we had concert tickets for the Smashing Pumpkins. And if time had been on my side, I probably would have sent it back. But, yeah, man, uh, no disrespect, but I won't be going back to Javier's. Hey, no disrespect, Chuck, but you won't be going back to the jungle either. Not as long as I'm here. Come on, dude. You're you're entitled to your opinion, but that's the worst opinion ever. You're wrong. You're just wrong. The microwave, that was your take. You know, it was tasty and all, but it could have spent some more time in the microwave. 
Seriously? You're extremely lucky you didn't catch a ban for that, and you may still retroactively. However, I guess it is a good sign for Javier's that the best that you could do for Javier's takedown is say that your enchiladas were, quote, good and tasty. Hey, my man, enjoy your table for two at South of Nick's with Josh Allen. Josh Allen. One dude that I never, ever want to cross is Mike Tyson. So it's always good to check in from time to time to make sure that Mike and I are still good. Thankfully, Mike and I are still good. Mike, it's been a minute. It's great to have you. How you feeling, Mike? Hey, Jim. Man, it's beautiful to hear your voice, brother. My man, Mike, it is beautiful to hear your voice. How you doing? How you feeling? Uh, everything's beautiful, man. Could you tell how relieved I was that he was happy to talk to me? And not, hey, good, Jim. I'm glad I found fight. you. I've been looking for you, son. You can hear the you relief in my voice. Always a relief to hear that from Iron Mike. Also great to hear him get candid about Buster Douglas the way he did. Mike, if he pulls this off, how big of an upset would that be? That would be be a bigger upset than um, Douglas Tyson. Would it? Yeah. Everything about that was so strange. As you think back on that night, what do you remember? Um, I remember I took a good ass whooping. Man, my man, Mike, how awesome was that? How awesome was that? Me even bringing that, well, he brought it up, but me kind of pushing him on that, I'm like, I don't know. He doesn't want to kill me anymore, and then he was just so great. What do I remember? I remember I took a good ass whooping. Way to go, Mike. You're the best. I mean, to put that in proper context, Buster beating Mike would be like Parody Larry winning the smack off. Impossible, right? We also had one of the most unusual book plugs ever in that it was the opposite of a book plug. My man Jeff Perlman actually told the Jungle audience, do not buy his book. It was not your average plug, but Jeff is not your average author. In fact, there's nobody quite like this guy. Especially not when he is going off on Brett Favre, which is why he said, do not buy my book on Favre. Because I just think he's such garbage. You're Brett Favre. You spend your life in the most diverse universe possible, professional sports. You have plenty of teammates who have gone through welfare, who were raised in the projects, who have struggled and struggled to get where they are, who have fought to get where they are. The idea that you would then defund welfare recipients in the poor state in America, a state with an incredibly high population of uh, poor blacks on welfare, that you would go out of your way to defund that. And not just defund it. Defund it. So your daughter has a volleyball court built for her at the university when you yourself could afford to do that. I just was so disgusted and horrified. Like, don't read about this guy. I think he's just kind of a jerk, an idiot. Congrats, text slinger. Not easy to make somebody say no to money just because they find you nauseating. We all know the Bills Mafia likes to get wild, but... The guy in this local news report took it to a whole nother level. I also cannot confirm nor deny whether or not this particular incident involved one Rick in Buffalo. You're taking LSD and cocaine and marijuana. You're going to not read the signs. You're not going to read anything. You wouldn't be in a porta potty jumping inside it, covering yourself with 
human excrement. You wouldn't be doing that. This is a very isolated issue. It was probably, you know, in, in our opinion, the best behaved crowd that we've seen since our administration. Isolated. What's the big deal? Am I right, Mafia? What kind of a real Bills fan does not, at least at one time during their career, get hopped up on LSD, blow, and cron, and jump into a porta john and cover themselves in human excrement? Psst, please. Psst. It's like day one please. mafia stuff, right? That's initiation mafia stuff. That's pledge mafia week. That's light work, as Rogues likes to tell me. There was also this weird jungle moment back in September where the written beefers got all butthurt that their beefs were not being read in favor of beef calls. So butthurt, so butthurt, that one of the written beefers called in with a protest song. Please don't call here wondering why we wrote our beef at all. We have no time for a vine Cause we were too busy to call We should have kept our written beef Posted on the bathroom stall Rome won't read us No, he won't read us He won't read us at all People like that, like you're either the bravest dude ever Or you're the dumbest dude ever Who gets on national radio and sings like that? You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who sings worse than me, and I wouldn't do that. After that abomination, you're lucky I ever read anybody else's written beef. You're lucky there is even a beef segment anymore. But since there definitely still is a beef segment, here are some of the most notable beefs of the entire year. I'm beefing with the guy that stole your iPad. I'm beefing with fat girls with belly shirts. I'm beefing in skinny jeans. Girls with a 90-day rule, beefing with horror picks, Kobe trade for Vladdy Divock and a bag of pretzels, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, a.k.a. Trash and Dumpster Juice. I'm beefing with the weed man for charging 15 for regular weed. Those beef is with the XR4GI for putting that Ryan from No Sack Town on the air. Ryan, I want you to drive to ESAC, find the most filthy, decrepit, most sinister-looking crack house, buy up all their supply, smoke it in one go, and drive off into the Delta so we don't ever have to suffer through your terrible takes again. I don't understand why there is Braille at a drive through ATM. Who's using that? Who's letting them people drive? Oh, my beef is you just called me Greg when I'm Craig, as in Craig or the wheel. Dude, you're freaking done, all right? Hey, Jim, how are you? It's Dave, actually, but, you know. Here we go again. Hey, Jimmy, my beef is with you. And, you know, uh, James Kelly for calling things ass when they're bad. I mean, I like ass. Yeah, my beef is Cocoon 2, the Golden Bachelor. Instead of getting bone-in Wagyu, he's got to settle for a little dry-aged ladies' cut. Why is there stickers all over my apples? My beef is with all of the gold-dang cyclists on the road. Get off the road. There's a perfectly good sidewalk. Hey, dumbass, streets are for everybody, however you want to move around, whether you want to be on a scooter, bicycle, car, whatever. They're for people. My beef, yoga pants wearing woman at Whole Foods who looks like she's trying to smuggle two hams and a yo-yo. Beef is with 
People who drive 30 under the limit. I'd be a lot better if uh, I could pack a regulation lunch and a sandwich into a sandwich bag without the pile of crap exploding every time I try to put a standard sandwich in it. Hey, Ziploc, do better. Parents that show up late to JV girls basketball games and start riding the officials right away. (laughs) The next time I order shrimp fried rice from the place around the corner and I get 13 pounds of rice, and then one single little minced cocktail shrimp in there. Romy, I'm going to lose my mind. Your XR4TI idiots that you got going there can't answer the phone. And then six months ago, when the old radio button-pushing guy Alvin Deloro goes on a swinger extravaganza for two weeks and doesn't let any of his phones know about it. Hey, dude, I got a beef about a beef about a beef. <laughs> we got a guy calling in with the name Dickie. I've hit this before. If you're an adult, your name should not be a little boy's name. Hey, Ratlin, Johannes may have the voice of an angel, but you have the voice of a fire engine. Yeah, my beef are people who can't wait to tell other people what they gave up for Lent. (laughs) Jesus walked through the desert for 42 days, and you gave up chocolate and Chardonnay? Way to raise the bar, Fosbury. I mean, I could just keep doing that. The best beefs of the year. I'm going to save some of those for later. There's more where that came from. That was the best part. That may have been the best part of the year in review. The beefs in review. All right, let's get out right now. I want to read this very quickly. Mr. Jim Rome, I'd like to extend my appreciation for you and your show. Today's year in review coincides with the end of my 26-and-a-half-year law enforcement career. After coming across the show back in 94, I have taken it with me throughout my career. Whether day shift or night shift, I have had the jungle on patrol with me throughout. Looking forward to retirement and the jungle in 24, signed Jack. Jack, congrats. My man, I appreciate you. Congrats on your retirement. Enjoy. All right, when we come back, we will continue. I've got a thought or two on the big head, James Kelly, and more. we got to get it all in. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. No lie, we're running out of time. All right, so let me jump right back to it. You might call this next story disgusting. James Kelly would call it the story of the year. Of any year. James Kelly would call it the story of a lifetime. However you see it, this Delta flight from the ATL to Paris back in September became a major topic in the jungle for all the wrong reasons. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, We've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Next time you think that you're on the worst flight ever, And probably many of you will think so during the holidays. Just remember, the biohazard all the way up the aisle. As always, the great equalizer still undefeated. (laughs) So is Alan. Since we're already all grossed out, we may as well just hit this horrifying story about the lady who smuggled a gun into a White Sox game in her fat. And, of course, the gun ended up discharging. For some reason, we got calls about this topic. 
And for some reason, I took calls about this topic. Uh, as you were describing this lady, I was picturing her in a very tight outfit because that's what fat ladies do these days. And who in their right mind would search her body fat or at, in public with, you know, especially if you didn't have gloves on, nobody's going to do that unless you're in a prison. She could have smuggled a grenade in and nobody would have found it. Right. Okay. Anyway, let's move on and see from that with something I would absolutely love to see as opposed to that. And that is Jungle Inc. Abigail in San Diego become the late became the latest to seal her love for the show in ink and she showed off her new tat on Twitter, the X. This one is visual. This one is for the simulcasters. Check it out. Look at this. This is incredible. Jungle Inc. She said she would do it. She went in. She got it done. War Lady Clones. War you, Abby. Abby, you are the best. Check her out. Jungle Inc. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, you can see it. Abby, you are the best. I really hope that you caught my dude Woody's debut in the jungle earlier this week. I'm glad that you were able to hear what he's really like since he got a totally undeserved and unfair rep as a bloodthirsty deer murderer thanks to Todd and Green Bay. He decided to call in and share this story about my dude, which is not accurate. I ended up having a nice shot at a a nice buck, which we tracked for hours. Found it in the middle of the woods, still alive. And I say, if I back out, you know, it's dark. Let's go have some beers. Let's drink some pops and come back tomorrow morning and take care of this. Woody breaks out the Bowie knife in his car hard jacket and starts walking towards the deer. He's ready to slay the damn thing right there in the middle of the woods at 10.30 p.m. at night. And, I, and I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you, what are you doing? He goes, well, I, I'm not coming back in the morning. And I, I said, well, this is a live animal. <laughs> You're going to just walk up on it and slit its throat? Well, long story short, to me it was crazy that this man would want to try and grab a live animal, even though it was wounded, and, and try and, and cut its jugular in the middle of the evening. But that's what Woody wanted to do. Dude, 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 dude. Dude, you said you wanted to share a story, not come up with some sensationalized fiction horror flick with Woody playing the deranged, murderous mountain man. It's not like that. That was not like that. I know because I spoke with him about what happened. He's actually one of my best friends. I know that's not how that went down. And if you heard Woody earlier this week on this show, you know that's not how that went down. Let's go to October. I'm going to see Woody in probably, I don't know, 36 hours. We'll be fishing through the ice outside my house. I'll live stream it if we do. Trust me, there will be no jugulars being sliced. Maybe a fish or two pulled up out of the water. Maybe. So it's been a roller coaster year for Philly fan, right? A lot of highs and even lower lows. Lows like the time Philly gagged away a 3-2 NLCS lead and blew Game 7 at home. Then Rich and Philly came in to describe what the city was like in the aftermath of that choke job. 
Rich in Philly. Romy Rome, it's so quiet here. <laughs> the streets, I took a walk for lunch. The streets are so quiet. The poles are all shiny with grease. No pole climbing. No bus shelters being repaired and crashed into. It's quiet, Rome. I don't know how we're going to get through this. Head up, Richard. At least you have the Eagles. It won't end terribly, or not as terribly. The XR4TI committed a major Halloween violation this year. You all know Halloween has never been my bag. I think that adults who show up for working costumes are bags. Losers. In fact, I don't think it. I know it. So what does my own crew do this year? Freaking bags. Trolls, bags, losers. I'm looking at all you. They all show up to work in costumes. The other side of the glass is now fully dressed. Alvin is in a full rat costume. Just jamming to it. Chalk. The vampire in the back row. Look at Cindy. She made that costume. There's Jack Savage. He's a Bengal, I think. Hey, how long before you losers walk in here and go, trick or treat? <laughs> hey, hey, Rome, where's your uh, costume? Well, I'm wearing it. A disgusted middle-aged talk show host. That's what I dressed as. Hey, Alvin, if Cindy can breathe through her mask, why can't you breathe through yours? I will give Alvin this. He had a full-on rat mask over his head and headphones over the rat mask. You earned a third T and glasses over that as well. Rat with three T's. ATP brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all your car care needs, get the parts and service you need fast. From the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts, here's one. Mr. Rome, what has been the best Christmas gift you have ever received? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, your family, and the XR4TI. Respectfully, Edward Marino from Redondo Beach. Hmm. The best Christmas gift I ever received. You... Never sending another ATP to me ever again, Edward. Thank you in advance. All right, so moving on to November and December. You ever have one of those days where everything is fine until you hop on the X and then something just sets you off? I had one of those days back in October. I got seriously sidetracked. Total meltdown. I'll own it. Now I know how KD feels every single time he picks up his phone. Sometimes you simply cannot let it go. And for some reason, I just could not let this claim from my very own dude, Brian Weber, stand. Do you expect any of your thousands of followers to believe that you have never had Chick-fil-A? But please stop lying. Hey, Brian, you know what's more likely to be true? Not that that's the first time you've ever gone to Chick-fil-A, but the only day that you don't go to Chick-fil-A is Sunday. Because they're closed. And you would if they were open. You imagine being in the drive-thru line and knowing that B-Web's at the window. 
the guy who orders after Webb's like, all right, oh, my God, finally. All right, I would like a chicken sandwich. I'm sorry, sir. We ran out of chicken sandwiches. Straight cash, homie, for Marshall. Gratuitous? Absolutely. Unnecessary? 1,000%. Do I regret it? No. Well, maybe the part when I said that the only day you don't go to Chick-fil-A is Sunday because it's closed. My bad, B-Web. My bad, dude. I'll own it. Merry Christmas, my brother. You've had my back a ton this year. Thank you very much for everything you do for me and for this show. You are a pro, B-Web. You're a pro. And I don't know what you do on Sunday. I know what you don't do. You don't go to Chick-fil-A. But you would. Just kidding. Every once in a while, a phenomenon breaks out in the jungle. Portland woman, for example, was a jungle phenomenon, but I'm not sure there's ever been a bigger or more unwanted or more out of control or more obnoxious jungle phenomenon than when this started with a beef. What's up there, Jimmy? I've got a beef with that fat dancing lady in the Jardians commercial. Hey, Tubby, if you danced a little bit more, maybe you wouldn't have to beat us. That's not yet. Thank you, Albie. No. Hey, Tubby, if you you danced a little bit more, maybe you wouldn't have the beatus. I cannot tell you how many people have hit me up on Cameo asking me to talk about that because they know that I won't talk about that here. I'm still dealing with the aftermath of that beef. Hey, buddy, call back never. It was not welcome then. It is not welcome now. Even if I know the clones will never, ever let it go. And James Kelly, you, by the way, are not helping at all. It's like trying to move around on a uh, set of a Jardians commercial or something like that. There's a lot of What did I just say about the beef segment? Why would that not apply to you? Dude, listen. Let's leave the JN fixation behind in 2023. How about we just leave all the sophomoric juvenile bullcrap behind in 2023? Although, if you did that, what would you ever talk about, JK? Life is good, baby boy. What's the best remedy for an ass offense? Lining up against a Brandon Staley-led defense. No word on Deshaun Cosby yet. Deshaun Cosby? Is that what you just said? How is Joe Burrow still Joe Klingler? That's backside Poulter right there. Don't. Houston. Go ahead, Alvin. Don't. Alvin? Don't. What does this fat-headed man-child have on you? Do you have something on Dr. Janel? That booze hound, LaSlura, is gone, so they should be way better for that alone. So let's go. A little tight on cash, Jim, so I'm going to use these things called Fleck Bank Credits to make these bets this week. We have Aljamain Sterling defending his bantam weight. Can you get that guy a new photo? He looks like the creepy guy hanging out around the local middle school wearing sweatpants. Tuli Tuli Remember last September when the Bills played on Monday Night Football and that dude blew ass in the ESPN booth? Or Veloski, or Veluski, whatever his name is. I'm going to talk to Big Head here. Let's answer boss man's calls. Is the most infuriating team I have ever seen. Do you know what's infuriating? What's you that? trying to say the word infuriating. Delete that one, Alvin. <laughs> so for you clones, guess who they played? You'll love this one. Mm. Norv Turner. Your boy Baker gave him the template gym to play these Eagles on both template? sides of the ball. At Big Head Best. Let's make some money! This dude. So what do you say we go from the low light of the jungle to the highlight of the jungle year for me? In my book, well, it is my show, so it does kind of matter what I think. 
Of course, I'm talking about our son Logan's triumphant return to the jungle and his television debut. The kid is a natural. Logs, what's good? Good to see you. I love you, dude. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, Pops. What's up, clones? Great to finally see you guys. All is well. Before you walked in that door today, did you have any idea what I did for a living? Uh, I, you know, I thought you were some sort of sports athlete, if I'm being honest, but, you know, I kind of figured it out as I walked in, so. (laughs) You figured out that I'm not an actual athlete, but a sportscaster. Have the clones worked their way back to you because they can and they will find you, have they? Um, yeah, I, I've checked my DMs a few times, and there'll be a, a few random middle-aged people in there, and I'm like, oh, these gotta be, it's gotta be some clones. Um, but I usually leave them on red, you know. That's the way to do it. On red. Yeah. You met the big head, James Kelly. What was the reunion with the head like after all these years? You know, we were texting for the game, and he was saying something about the 50-yard line, and I didn't know if he meant the football field or halfway up his forehead, so I was kind of confused by all that. What? is the rat family oh the rat family uh, it's a collection of people who tend to look like rats so it's the best way to put it you got the most important one right <laughs> you got the most important one right ask rogan loam who his favorite rogan member of the rat family is i gotta go chris taylor on the dodgers i think i think that's the way to do it he would qualify. Ken, you're on with Logan Rome. What's up? I got a question for you, Rugs. What's up? Have you ever heard of Toby and Houston? All right. No, no, no. Dean already didn't answer that. He tried to hook you, dude. Ken. Yeah. There you go, uh-huh. dude. You're, you're a quick study. I got you. Um, yeah, it's, been, it's been fun being on here. Uh, I hope to see you guys again. And, and, yeah, good to see you, Pops. Ladies and gentlemen, Logan Rome. Getting a little dusty up in here. Maybe it's just me, but I could not be more proud of both of our boys. And for the second year in a row, Alvi on the mic, made the year in review. Last year, he stole the show on Radio Row. This time, he revealed his secret for how he selects the awesome bumper music for the show. Which member of the XR4TI is responsible for... Oh, hello, Alvin. How you doing, dude? Great. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. What is your process for selecting the music? Okay, this is going to sound really lame and not exciting at all. There's a Spotify playlist where they just have a bunch of that heavy metal stuff, and then I'll listen to it. Oh, that's not that bad, and then I'll, I'll find it the next day. You're right, dude. That's not exciting at <laughs> I all. Wish that I is had pretty an boring. Exciting I expected answer. something much better than that. You're right. Oh, I go on tour. I check out all these new bands. And I'm totally <laughs> you're, connected. You're in, the, to you're that. in clubs. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally connected with the heavy metal uh, community. As those people. Like, what celebrities playlist are you lifting that it from? Was, as like pumped up or get fit or get turned. Damn, dude, that was some huge letdown. I liked you much better on the row. Or the rest of the time when you only communicate with me through your buttons on the board. It's never a letdown, though, when Alvi is working his magic on the board. He demonstrated earlier this month when he threw together this epic remix in an effort to help out Steve Kerr get through to WWE NBA superstar Draymond Green. Draymond's still a hell of a player. If we're going to be a, a really good team, we, we need him. He's got to find a way to keep his poise be out there for his his teammates and we need him we need draymond and we need him we need draymond and we need him we need him draymond's still help he's got to be find a way to keep his boys out there for his he's got to find a way to keep his boys out there for his what the hell 
Incredible work like that is why Alvi has dudes calling here trying to give him his own theme song. Go ahead, Alvin. They call you. They try to give you your own theme song. They do. Alvy. Alvy. Ah! I guess they don't. I thought they did. My man, how do you lose your own theme song? You've got a million sounds on that board that you can access at any given second, but you can't find your own theme song. Oh, I know. It's because you're so humble. Yeah, all right. Anyway. My beef is that Alvy is songless. <clears throat> Open the door, get on the floor. I'll be walking the dinosaur. Boom, boom, chaka laka laka boom. Ah. I can see why you'd want to lose that. Hey, Alvy, why did you run him? Since, <laughs> since we're still playing clips of clones, attempting to sing for some reason, why not end the proceedings today with a fresh clone-made Christmas carol to send you all off to the holidays? The obvious answer to that question is, it's a terrible idea, and it can't possibly be any good. And of course, it's not a good feeling at all, but here it is nonetheless. It's good to have you on, Joe. What's up? Hey there. The best way to spread holiday cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. So on that note, the Pistons are bad. The Pistons are sad. The Pistons make me mad. Is killing Hayes just a fad? The Pistons are bad. Division opponents glad. The Pistons are bad. The season isn't going as planned. That's a Christmas carol? Yeah, nice job with that. Here's what I want for Christmas, clones. If you could give me one thing that would make me eternally grateful... Just stop calling me and trying to sing. I'm easy. It's not a big, big lift. It's not a heavy lift. Light work, as rogues would say. Light work. Just stop calling here and breaking out into song. That would make me the happiest host ever, which ends our journey through the jungle for 2023. And this is my chance to throw out some special thanks to everybody who helped make this year so best, special and successful. Starting with our sponsors, of course, all of them. It'd be impossible for me to list all of them, but I want to sing a lot, especially my pals at O'Reilly Auto Parts, Old Trapper, Dell, Granger. Everybody on the corporate side that we work for and alongside, including my guys, Brandon Berman, Adam Schifrin, Jeff Sotolano, Bruce Gilbert. Enormous thanks to my personal team, my manager, the one and only Craig T. Kitchen, my attorney, the con man, David Feldman. My new reps at Range Media, including Will Funk, the entire team there. And we're working on some things currently that I think you clones will love for the coming year. The XR4TI, Alvin slash Allen, Tommy, Jack Savage, James Kelly, B. Webb, Kristen, Erica, Stu, back in New York City. And of course, our amazing stylist and all-around helping hand, Cindy. You guys are the industry standard. To my TV crew in New York, hard to believe 
that it's been six years on the simulcast. But thank you very much for grinding out and making me look good every single day. I know there are tougher jobs in the world, but still, I appreciate you all very much. Thanks for, for what you bring to it. Ben Kessler, Einar Charles, John Piucci, Abiel Bermudez, Dave Cahurl, Nate Lowenthal, Dave Kampf, Jake Gittich, and our director and our producer, Sharon Watson, to my family, Dodger Jano. None of this would ever work without DJ. Still and always, the best person I've ever known. How many of you can say you married the best person you've ever met? My dudes, Jake and Rogues, proud of you both. Honor to be your pops, and of course, all you clones. To everybody who has listened and supported the show during this year, thank you very much. You have my gratitude, my love, my respect, my appreciation, because of course, without you, there is no jungle. Thank you for everything, clones. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. Cannot wait to run it back in 2024. See you all then. We are out.